The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome everybody into another episode of the NFL Mox Podcast. Uh, Jake Shavink here. Uh, Nate Williamson is with me. What day of quarantine is this, Nate? Too many. I'm not sure. It's it's gone on or far d- too long for me. Do we have to call it shelter in now? I think yeah, we do I think we do have to call it shelter in. Okay. Shelter teen. Shelter teen. Yes, we were talking about that before we recorded. That's what we're calling it. You're I will welcome. stick to that till I die. It's a new it might term. Be sooner than I would have thought. <laughs> Listen, I just want football season, please. Okay. That's all I want. That's all I need. Um, yeah. So, recording here on Monday night. You know what that means? It's Mock Draft Monday that comes out on Tuesday because we do a different. Mock Draft Tuesday. Yes. MDT. We do a different round here. MDT. Yeah. Like so, the bus system. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, look. That's how we do things. We don't like recording on Sunday nights. It's not fun. No, that um, sucks. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, quick before we get into that mock, it's going to be predictive. It's not going to be uh, the what we would do mock, even though that was a lot of fun. Um, this one's going to be more predictive. Um, hoping the coming weeks we'll do uh, more rounds than just one. Yes. We'll get there. We'll get there. Also, positional... Previews are coming. Yes. It's getting that time. So that means Nate needs to grind more tape. I do. I, and I have to finish my QB charts because I I'm sure we're going to be doing... get there. Yeah. So tape grinding. It's tape grind season. Shelter team tape grind. I'm not in shelter team. You're welcome. Though. I am an essential piece of the fabric of American economics. So well, I fair. have to work. Well, you can get up early. Do some... Grinding of the tape, Nate. In theory, I could do that. Exactly. So I you should never do it. not do anything productive at work, though. So I can't do it at work because I would never not right. do anything non-productive. Yes, I Wait. followed that. Okay. I didn't even follow that, so it's fine. Neither did I. Okay. So we'll get into some news though before we uh, begin that mock. Yeah. Um. First off, Travis Frederick retiring. He announced that today um, at just 29 years old. Uh, been dealing with an autoimmune um, disease uh, for some time. I know that uh, required him to miss time, um, what, last season? This? Yeah, I think. I don't remember now. The seasons are, are really blending together. But he missed time for that and, and has basically decided that, that it's gonna he's going to call it a career. Um, which sucks. He was one of the better centers in the league, Nate, for quite some time. Yeah, he definitely um, was, and he's a big piece of that Cowboys team. So uh, you got to think they probably knew about it a little bit earlier than this, but uh, there's not really any way of knowing, so I don't know. 
yeah, sometimes retirement can be sudden. And uh, But again, kudos to Frederick. Great career. I'm sure he's got more um, ahead for him. Um, what, whatever it may be, congrats to Travis Frederick. Got a good career. Um, can't wait to hear more from him uh, in the future. But does that change, Nate, the Cowboys draft plans at all, in your opinion? Um, Personally, not in the first round, no. I, I don't think it does. I think the interior offensive line, the the hot spot for that is going to be in the second round, third round. So that, that'll be interesting to watch. Um, you know, they're kind of right there in the middle to back middle of the pack in this first round where there's going to be some good players left on the board. And I think for them, there's some other needs they need to address. But, man, you would love to see that line be productive this year. And center is going to have a big piece of that. So it'll be interesting to see how they try and fill that void. Yeah, so I heard something interesting um, that Connor Williams, the guard for for the Cowboys, Mm -hmm. uh, at his pro day did some center work. Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Could move him into center if necessary or could just draft a center. Uh, later in this draft, um, again, I don't, I don't think it changes the fact that they need help in the secondary. Uh, they could use some help on the edge, along the defensive line. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have to throw guard, center, whatever you want to interior offensive line into the mix. So yeah. I think sweet spots third round. I think there's some guys I would definitely consider. Yeah, there. Um, just to name a couple at the top of my head, Jonah Jackson from Ohio State's one of them. Uh, Damian Lewis is another. Lloyd Cushenberry. If he's there in the third, yeah, I absolutely would I go for, for Cushenberry. Probably mid to late second, actually. Yeah, which yeah. Would require I, a little moving around in the trade category, but right. That's if an they, important part of your line, so you got to get it right. It's true, and um, now I'm going through the list. Cause I have to think. Uh, John Simpson, interesting name as well. Robert Hunt, another interesting. So it's guys in that area of the draft where, you know, could potentially be something to look at. Yeah. I but you never know. I think so. Uh, there's been a lot of interesting stuff that's gone on here recently, but a linebacker, a position of kind of big desire right now for a lot of teams, I think. Uh, Joe Scobert moved. Yes, he did. And these these are some of the moves that we didn't cover or hadn't happened yet uh, when we recorded that free agency show um, full of rants mm-hmm. in it. Uh, if you didn't listen to that, you should. Um, but yeah, Scobert to the Jags, I think it's like 5 for 53. Man, 5 for 57. A, that's a lot of money. It's, it's quite a bit of money, um, but the Jaguars needed help definitely at, yeah. at linebacker. And I mean, I think that's and, a good person to give that money to. Yeah, I think he's, uh, again, great cerebral player in the middle of the defense. Could be your quarterback along with Miles Jack, and, and you have a nice duo there now in Jacksonville. And I right. think it shifts their need to D-line and corner. Yeah. Maybe wide receiver in round I agree. one. Uh, I mean, just taking a look at his stats from last year, 100 solo tackles, 27 assists on top of that. He was second in the linebacker category in interceptions to hit four picks last year. So, I mean, like, it's a nice look. He forced a couple fumbles, too, I remember seeing. I don't have the stat on that, but 
So I think that's a good signing for them, and like you said, switching that focus to something that uh, you can definitely pick up with where you're sitting in the draft. Yeah, I think it covers the need, and I think now you can pretty much count them out on on Simmons if he were be if he were to be available at nine, and probably Queen or Murray at twenty. So there's another team that's out of the linebacker, you know, sweepstakes in the first round where you see a team like Baltimore who maybe needs a linebacker can feel comfortable where they're at you know, and, and, and feel like they don't have to move up a significant amount of picks to maybe pick up their guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then the other one was Corey Littleton going to uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Not too hey, not too far of a trip for him. Time. Look at that. Yes, how about it? We're getting there. Uh, not, a, not a far trip for him going from L.A. to Vegas. Not too bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, so Not bad one bit and not a bad signing either. I really like this one for them. I think this is this is a guy a lot of Packers fans wanted in Green Bay. Um, yeah, another guy who's fast, athletic linebacker. And now the Las Vegas Raiders have signed him and Nick uh, Kwiatkowski from um, away from Chicago. So they finally invested money uh, into the linebacker spot, and now Nate another team potentially out on a linebacker in the first round. Yeah, agreed, which looks really good for my rooting interest, so I'm okay with it. Yes. <laughs> I was about to say, the Saints got to feel pretty good about what the Jags and Raiders have done now Yeah, as far as signing linebackers to feel comfortable if they want one of those three mentioned. So what What do you think's the be- who, who needed it more? Do you think the Raiders or the Jags needed that signing more? Truthfully, I really like Josh Gobert. And uh, I really think he's going to do well there in Jacksonville. And I yeah, think Jacksonville I needed agree. that position. So I'm going to go with them in this case. Yeah. I think Scobert's the better player. I think Vegas signing a linebacker was huge. Right. I know. I can definitely. It was bigger for that. them. That's what I think is. That's my at least final thought on that. So, but again, two very good signings that, that teams that needed it. So, yeah. No, uh, I definitely agree. Switching to the other side of the ball, Nate. Yeah. A running back on the move, Melvin Gordon. For eight million a year, two-year deal to the Denver Broncos. Ooh, that's a good one to add, Nate. As he's typing in the Google Doc. Yeah. Um, wasn't sure where he was gonna land. There were a lot of Miami Dolphins rumors, Nate, uh, tied to Melvin Gordon mm-hmm. before free agency started. Sounds like the market wasn't great. No. Now they bring him into Denver. I actually got confused. So a guy tweeted that the Bills were in on on Gordon. And Schefter refuted that, and I did not see it. So that was not a great moment for me. But <laughs> but it was surprising because I feel like the Bills would be in on a guy like Gordon. But anyway, he goes to Denver, and now he got a nice backfield there. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a really A-plus pickup in Denver, a team that can really do a lot of damage this year. Uh, we're going to learn a lot about Drew Locke in a quick amount of time, and uh, I'm excited to yeah. see this Denver team play. They're going to be one of the ones that I have my eyes on. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, you get Cortland Sutton now, who's who's really broken out as a receiver. Noah Fanton, year two. Can't imagine he's not going to step up. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the defense is getting better. You got A.J. Boye there now. Really, all this team needs is a presence in the middle on defense, maybe a tackle, and, and another guy to compliment Sutton. And you're looking at, you know, Drew Locke's got enough around him to make things happen this year. Like you said, it's a team to watch. Yeah, and when you build a team around a young quarterback like that, yeah, it's a great thing to do. I mean, that's how you bring somebody along in the way that you want to bring them along. So I really like that. I really like that for uh, the Broncos. Yeah, and 
you know, it, like we said, now that extra seventh team uh, making the playoffs. There's a lot to fight for. Feel pretty good about Denver potentially being one of those seven teams in the in the dance. Yeah, no uh, doubt about that. Season, I would so. be right there with you on that one. Yeah, like what they've really done. If 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 Locke doesn't, you know, just collapse in year two, even he doesn't even have to be a superstar in year two to get this team to the playoffs. Agreed. Now, and, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go you ahead. go ahead. I was going to transition. No, I was. Oh, you were. Go ahead. Transition. <laughs> yeah. well, transition. I, you typed it in. Speaking of so it's offensive only improvements, let's talk about Atlanta and what they're doing on that side of the ball. Now, to me, their defense is uh, looking rough, but they do have the advantage of this little thing called the draft. You know, that really helps when it comes yes, to uh, improving holes on your team. Gee, uh, Nate, if only they had two second-round picks to do that and didn't trade one for a mediocre tight end. Yeah, I would agree. I We... Let's let's just revisit our old title. The Falcons <laughs> are dumb. A second rounder for Hayden Hurst? Question mark. Question you mark. You are really question mark, dumb. Question mark. Question mark. Chill, Man. fam. So yeah, Man. no, I definitely agree. It's ridiculous. It's stupid, but uh, anyway, hopefully it works out for them and that they can be happy. I like Hayden Hurst, but don't like him for that cost. But uh, right. as we're going to say later, the trade value is uh, all over the board. Yeah, it is. So, Todd Gurley, uh, though. Todd Gurley to Atlanta, though. I Todd Gurley is a big injury risk. And for a team that said, oh, sorry, we signed Freeman uh, to big money, and they regretted doing that because uh, signing a running back is tough in the first place, especially one that struggles with sure is. injuries. Then you go and you talk about Todd Gurley, who has uh, his team basically last year tailored a lot of things to hide a lot of injury um, and to kind of shelter him from things. So it'll be interesting to see how his progression comes along. Obviously, we've seen Todd Gurley uh, in the past, and healthy Todd Gurley is an animal. Obviously. Oh yeah, uh, but I don't know what you're getting there in Atlanta. Either way, you replaced a running back that you lost. Um, so if he can stay healthy, then that's great for them. Uh, yeah, like I said, the defensive side of the ball is going to be interesting. Yeah, I think they got to go defense at sixteen. In a yeah. division, I mean, not team. Yeah, I know. Matt Ryan's so, ass cheeks. So I think now they signed Laquan Treadwell. If you if you didn't see that, yeah, I'm like ninety percent sure if they're an eleven personnel, they have eleven first they round do. picks. They do. Okay. Um, that is just a insane. Lot of people are saying they only did that because of Schefter's tweet that they had ten. <laughs> that would be amazing if they're like, yeah, yeah, let's add Treadwell really, really quick. I'm pretty um, sure that's why it happened. I, I'm so Let's lying. be honest. I'm so That's lying. insane, though. 11 first-round picks on your offense. How about get some on defense? Yeah, Listen, here's my thing with them. If Kinlaw is off the board, trade back. Yeah. That's my that's my advice to Atlanta. I think Kinlaw is your guy now. You brought in Fowler. You have Jarrett. And you have McKinley, who hopefully can find it at some point. Right? right. Like, the D-line is the strength of this team. On defense. No, I definitely agree. Right? Everywhere else needs work. So if Kinlaw's off the board, listen, just move back. Mm-hmm. Just move back. Try to accumulate a little bit. Picks here. Get a corner. Maybe two. If you're feeling frisky. Maybe you got six. Deion Jones, which is good as well. So the defense isn't a total massacre, but I, I would like to see more picks in the hands of them if they want to build that better. Anyway. How about trades? 
Yeah. You know what? Trade. Let's do let's do the last signing first before trades. Okay. Yeah, Nate, so why don't you kick this one off? We might as well just go over the rest of the signing. Uh, Evan yeah. Emmanuel Sanders picked up by the Saints. That is a huge pickup for them uh, in a struggling wide receiver group, to say the least, where Michael Thomas was consistently having to beat double teams every down. Uh, they're not going to be able to do that anymore, to say the least. I still think they're going to get a, somebody to run in a faster version of this offense a little bit later, but now you've got a crazy, crazy offense uh, to take some pressure off of Mike Thomas, who's coming off a career year, a historic year by all accounts. Uh, Drew Brees is back. Alvin Kamara is healthy. Uh, you've got, I mean, still guys behind Traquan there that'll uh, hopefully be productive as they had intended for him to be. But either Listen, way, you Traquan, you are too. So. I'm waiting for the Traquan breakout. Trust me. I know. I've been I'm sitting waiting. on it. If they draft a wide receiver, though, I won't, we won't see it. No. Not with the Saints, anyway. That's true. Unless they do it, like, late, where it's a guy to at least just challenge Traquan. Yeah, true. Maybe, Which I maybe think light a little fire under him, maybe. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see uh, how they address that. But either way, getting a big wide receiver, too, uh, is really going to help Mike Thomas. Uh, and I think he's got to be ecstatic about it. I know Emmanuel Sanders knows a lot about this Saints offense. He's burnt the Saints defense. Time again, but... Uh, That's true. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I love this signing. I actually, in all of our simulated free agencies and everything, this has been my go-to, was trying to lock down Emmanuel Sanders for 10 mil a year, and they actually got him for less. Yeah, that was great. That was the thing we were talking about, too, is like I, I did not think that Sanders was going to get any less than 10, 11 mil per season. Turns out he does. Would have been interesting to see if Green Bay gotten in the mix, but... um. Yeah, great signing. They needed it. The offense looks ready. Get a corner and linebacker in the building. Um, and, and we're rolling. Trade up this into team that is. second round. Malcolm Jenkins is back. Yep. Gotta love that. And Andres Pete coming Jenkins. back. Yeah. Yeah. Andres Pete's coming back, though. That line is, oh, man. Chico Armstead Alonso and Ram. Back too. Armstead and Ram check. Oh, I, those two are awesome. Also... Freaking Eric McCoy. Yeah. He's Rookie season. What a year. He's a and he's only going to get better. What a pick that was. So They have been great at drafting offensive line. Let's, yeah. Absolutely great. Let's, drafting in general, really. Ever yeah, since, like, true. ever since the draft where they took Stefan Anthony at 31. Yeah. Ever since that draft, they've been, like, lights out. And it's yeah, been that awesome. really turned things around when they got rid of a lot of people and brought back some better names mickey lewis has been a freaking godsend to that team yeah yes so great stuff for the saints gotta feel like they're division favorites i don't even want to hear it. tampa bay fans stop it's come um stop your old line is trash okay now um couple trades we briefly talked about darius slay to philly sounded like it was gonna happen yeah. uh, nate was looking on, on twitter i believe when we were recording and saw it it, it was official not much later, um, I think in the morning, right? Yes. I think the morning after it was official. So he went to Philly from Detroit for a third and a fifth. Man, that's pretty good value for Philadelphia. Yeah, Holy cow. Yeah, you be happy about that, I think. You are kidding. You keep your first and second, and it's trade for Darius Slay. Come on, man. Incredible. Incredible. Detroit, what are you doing? Listen, I... Nate... Tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like Akuda's locked in at three. 
If he doesn't go two, obviously. Yeah, no, I definitely think he's going at three, if not two. I, I right. And even if he does, man, it really just makes your. Uh, <laughs> if Akuda goes two, it yeah. If Akuda goes two, then it's easy. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, pretty yeah. easy. I feel like it's either way. It's easy. It's like you know which Ohio State guy do we want? Yeah, that's kind of how it is, take. and that's kind of how it is with the top three picks. <laughs> right. I and mean, if I mean if they you move can back, really call Joe Burrow an Ohio State guy, but you know, right? You kind of can. You kind of can. But I wouldn't. <laughs> right. And I, I will say if the if they move back, say with Miami, the Chargers, good chance they still get a CUDA, which is pretty yep. crazy yeah, to think it's about. It's kinda nuts to think about. Almost worth yeah. a try. Honestly, from the Patricia reports and all that stuff, man, it's it's gonna be interesting to see if they if he even survives another year. Yeah. So it's not a bad look for them. Uh fifty six point four rating from PFF, forty solo tackles. You know, pretty pretty solid player all around, and I think he's only going to get better being in a better defense and a better team. Uh, so yeah, seeing him at Philly is going to be fun. Slay can lock people up. Yeah, let's see. Can. I want. I can't wait for Slay Cooper twice. That's going to be so fun. Slay McLaurin will be fun too. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, this trade, really, this last just... one. So. Let's let's preface this with the fact that the Redskins sent a fifth and a seventh to Carolina for for freaking Kyle Allen, right? right? And so like okay, then it's like all right, quarterback value weird. Then they sent their best corner last year, Quentin Dunbar, to Seattle for a fifth round pick. It was like a fifth round compensatory. What what the heck? Yeah, it is I, all over the board. I don't know what Rivera and them are doing. To be honest with this one, I feel like they. Washington's made good decisions, you know, bringing in Rivera, but th- this I don't get. This is an odd, odd trade. And we've said it. Trades have been super weird so far this offseason. Yeah. So, I don't know if there's one trade where I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, makes sense. I don't think so. Maybe the Diggs one? Maybe. That's the closest. Like the the Carolina Charger trade where a Kung for Turner didn't make any sense for Carolina. Then we had Hopkins. Then we had Hayden Hurst, Clayus Campbell. Like, man, what is going on? Slay, Dunbar, I don't get it. I, guess I don't know what trade value is. Just value those picks a little differently, I guess. The only I, way yeah, you can really I really, it. yeah. Again, we don't have the full picture. Yeah, we'll eventually. After the offseason ends, more, I think. but. And, we'll see. You know, sometimes situations can come up like uh, Darius Slate, where people can want to leave somewhere and want to be yeah. in a new situation, so they can make things happen. So that accounts for a little bit of it, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. no I don't doubt, know. it's interesting. Well, it's interesting now that like, um... oh shoot, who did Detroit trade to Carolina or trade to Seattle during the season last year? Can't no, think I of his name. It's Quandre Diggs. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So Quandre Diggs and Quentin Dunbar are both in Seattle now. The secondary is getting better. Yeah, some to watch. So, all right, that's gonna. It move is it. time. We're gonna go. It is time for the mock draft. Yeah. Um, twenty-three minutes of us talking about free agency. Now, it's draft time. Uh, we're gonna try and. Hammer through these as quick as we can We're gonna for you. We're going to get through these first couple picks especially really quick. They yes. go without saying. First round mock here. No trades. Let's get predictive. 
Uh, we are using the NFL Mock Draft Database. Yeah, we um, are. Denny, great guy who runs this thing, out. compiles all the mocks from across the web, all the sites that you can find, keeps up with it really well. Um, and you and he has a mock draft simulator now on there. Really cool nice. stuff. It's very sleek. It's a sleek. It's not clunky at all. I love it. No, it's really nice. And um, it's free as well. So make sure you check that out. Um, has a consensus mock, a consensus big board on there that's updating as well as things come out. Uh, just have to sign in um, with Google or Twitter to save uh, your mocks. So good stuff. Um, so check that out and be Subtle the GM. Plug. Yes. He didn't even know we're plugging him, so can't no, wait to tag him in this episode. Now. Yeah, can't wait to tag him. Um, but You're getting the odds, right? So you're picking first. Yeah, so I'm picking first here. I'm taking Joe Burrow for the Cincinnati Bengals. I Classic. really like what the Bengals have done so far this offseason. They brought back A.J. Green. Big um, you know, they've added some pieces at defense. They've just poached from the, the Vikings. They added two, two corners for, off the Vikings and then bring in yeah. D.J. Reader. Uh, from Houston, so they're getting better on defense. Now it's just about you know getting that quarterback in place, getting that old line right, getting more weapons for Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow quite a bit. Um, might get potentially get the highest grade I've given a quarterback so far in my scouting career. So wow, it's very potential. I mean, listen, I don't even want to talk about who the re- the highest is right now, but we'll just pass over it and uh, we'll move. <laughs> Wait, um, no, Jake, who is it? Do I tell. can't say that. Please do it tell. was it was it was Josh Rosen, but let's yeah, let's I know. Big L's. Alright. Big L's. Alright, let's that, move it along. That is all. Anyway, that's pick all. two, all right. it's Chase Young. That's easy. In the books. Moving on. Okay. I seriously don't even think we have to talk about these anymore. I think they're so written in stone. I mean other I think the first three are. Then yeah. when you get to four Nate, it's like oh, yeah. okay, no, you I have a preference. Agree. I so the Lions are going Jeffrey Akuda. You just traded Darius Slay. Get someone to be a lockdown corner there. I think Akuda has reached the tier of where it's him or Ramsey for the highest corner I've graded. Which so, is very appropriate. Which is very good. Yeah. I and think so he's gonna get he's gonna level. be a top five player in this class for me. He's going three to the to the Lions. And you know, truthfully, this one actually is where it does become a little bit more preference because I I have, I have a theory on who they're going to take, but I want to see who you're going to take because it's your pick. It, it's, Go ahead. It's tough because in this situation, you know, you could take obviously at the linebacker slash football player slash dark yeah. overlord spot. You could take Isaiah yeah. Simmons. You could take the heir to the Iron Throne. You sure could. Yeah, you, you really sure can. could. Or any kind of combination of Tristan Wirth, Jedrick Wills. I really think it's a preference thing. Uh, I think so. But for me personally, I'm taking a tackle. You really gotta you you have to protect your quarterback. Uh, I agree. Keep him from having a Sam Darnold esque situation. And for me, my tackle one is Tristan Wirfs. Uh, and that's wow. Who I'm with here. Wow, Nate. Who do you think I was talking about when I predictively anyway? Um, I don't, I don't know. I know you like Tristan Wirfs because he's just it was Tristan Wirfs epic, but I, I it was Tristan Wirfs. Mackay Becton, I can see Jedrick Wills. You know, Becton, I think that's a little high for him for me, but people seemingly yeah. are ramping his boat up a whole lot for whatever yeah. reason that they do things. I think, I think Becton, I think Becton is like solidified tackle four for me. 
I'll yeah, be really I, honest. I mean, I definitely Which, agree with that. again, here's the deal. Tackle 4 is significantly better than Tackle 5 in this class. Yeah, and, and so in most classes, I would argue. I love the right. tackles in this class. I do, too. I, I think the top four are very good players. I think right now it's Wills then Worfs for me, mm-hmm. personally. But I don't think it's very very wide of a gap. Right. Um, I think Worfs here makes all the sense in the world for the Giants. Which means now I don't think... The more I hear Worfs being mocked here, the more I think it's not going to happen. Probably. Um, which is a shame because I think he's a great player. So great which pick, quarterback are I you like taking that. here? Which quarterback am I taking? <laughs> well, I mean, Nate, Nate, you clearly know that I have am a big fan of a quarterback in this class. You are not doing this at five. Are you? No, he's oh, my, he's okay. solidified QB three, but he's oh, okay. he's he's significantly lower than these top two guys. Just I mean, two is my guy know. here. I didn't know. I think <laughs> honestly, I think both Burrow and two are going to get higher grades than Rosen from me. So I don't think it's any question that two is the pick here for the Dolphins at five. I definitely think that's understandable. Um, for me, did you see? Wait, did you see? There's a video out of Tua. No. Yeah, Being he what? posted a video. Uh, him doing a rollout drill and throwing. Oh, that's good. It had me. so before we recorded, it had been out for like thirty minutes, and it had one hundred three thousand views. Jeez. So he did a he did a little mini workout, and he's got right. some video on it. I'm not super surprised by that. Can't it's, wait to hear us talk about that for a while. Yeah, that'll be that'll be really fun. Uh, yes. So for me here, I think this is pretty standard uh, as far as these mock drafts tend to go. I'm sending Justin Herbert to the Chargers. Yeah, I think you have to. I don't know if I'd personally do it at this point. Yeah, if I'm I think they're I'm just probably not going to. But if you know, yeah, I would honestly. I think next year's quarterback class is going to be really good. Just a sneak peek of that. I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point. But right now, I, I probably would draft a complimentary piece to a quarterback uh, currently, and that might even be one of the tackles that are on the board. I but, would probably take a tackle. I don't know. I would probably However, take Jedrick Wills in that spot if it were me. Yeah, I would like to have Worfs there just because I know Worfs can play on the left side. They have Balaga in-house, yeah. whereas I don't know. Listen, I love Jedrick Wills. He's probably my tackle one. However, really quick, I know we're trying to get through this mock, but some players, David Bakhtiari has said this, switching sides is a pain. Yeah. And so I, if Jedrick Wills can just play right tackle on a team and I don't feel like I have to move any pieces around, I know I need it. It'd be like perfectly set there. So... For the, for the Chargers, if they were going to go tackle, I'd rather go Thomas or Wirfs knowing both can play on the left and have done so. I mean, just my thought. Just my thought. Yeah, as few just questions my thought. in your draft as you can. So, yeah. You, you've got seven I, now. And I, I love Wills. This one's but tough. I'm just, just thinking that's, that's just like a mini thought. Not that Wills couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, I but mean, it's reasonable. Again, you never, you don't know. Some guys are comfortable with it, some are not. I just feel like if Wills was could do both, why would he not be at left half? I get for Tua, but like, you know, he's better than Leatherwood. Was even not even close. But anyway, all right, Panthers on the clock at seven. This is difficult only because I'm clicking between two positions. Listen, and I've got a pretty good idea of which positions are. Oh man, I just think this Carolina Panthers team. 
I just have a clear needs, cut opinion of who I would take here. This needs to get better on the defensive line. I definitely agree. But I think they could do a little bit on that secondary too. Not at the corner spot at this spot, but listen, I'm gonna something do this. Else I'm thinking. I'm gonna do Isaiah. I'm gonna draft Isaiah Simmons for them here, only because my thought is you have a now you have a weak side backer here, where you can start him. Um, cover tight ends, cover the slot. He can play deep. He's got the range. He's got the instincts to play deep. Just a guy that. When you know the Falcons, the Saints, the Bucks are coming to town, it's like, all right, we need to know where this guy's at at all times on the field. Yeah. And again, as a guy like if if you're Carolina and you were playing Baltimore, you're like, oh, we don't have to truly worry that much about Lamar running. We have Simmons who can spy him. So I think the Cardinals would take Simmons if you didn't. I thought so until they made move for Devondre Campbell. Not saying that's that completely solves their linebacker um, problem. I know, but, but you can really just put him wherever you want. <laughs> I know, but man, if, if 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 I'm in this situation for Arizona somehow, some way, where it's if, if Brown's off the board at seven, say Brown went, and you yeah. have Wills, Kinlaw, and Simmons. Like, for that team, I'm taking Wills or Kinlaw, personally. Right. And so, with pick eight, I'm but taking Wills. I'm taking Didger Wills. I, I think that's, yeah. Uh, I think at that's... At the tackle spot, protect Kyler Murray, and get a big boy in there. Uh, and then, yeah, that, that yeah. basically says that. Wills could go higher. We could see Wirfs and Wills switch there. Or we could see yeah. them both go higher. You never know who's going to trade up. This tackle uh, sweepstakes is going to be interesting. One of the main is. focal points of this early first round. It sure is, and and to speed this along, this seems pretty cut and dry. No Calais Campbell, no Marcel Darius. Got to get Derek Brown in here for the Jags. I think it is abundantly clear that you know they feel good about Scobert and, and Miles Jack now. Now get that big boy in the middle, Derek Brown. Play that nose, maybe play a little three tech. Prosper, yep. prosper, there prosper. We go. Well, the Browns are coming up at pick numero 10. And as tempting as it would be to take one of these uh, wide receivers, which could be really freaking fun. Oh, uh, we're going like... to go ahead and uh, actually take Kai <laughs> Becton here and fill Dang. in a tackle. I don't, and the Jets I... are angry. Just kidding. They're not. Because I... you know who's left. If I'm the Jets, I'm not angry. Because you get Andrew Thomas at 11. That's what I was Someone like, I think is extremely refined as a pass not. protector. So there we go. Andrew Thomas to the Jets. I think it's a great move to get um, Sam Darnold more protection. I get they signed George Fant. They signed uh, Connor McGovern. They signed a couple guys on this offensive line. I don't think George Fant is very good, to be perfectly honest. I think Andrew Thomas can start out. I think he's got a really safe floor as far as yep. the prospects. No, he definitely does. He's already worked so. three starting years in a pro offense against some of the best players in college yeah. football. So I, sure I think did. that's huge for him. And now we go on 12, which really just gives a heck of a lot of options yeah. here. What would you like look. to do, Nate, as the Raiders? What will the Raiders do here? Let me tell you. Uh, this one really Let comes down ya. to a little bit of preference. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yep. Between two wide receiver prospects. Um, and for me, yeah. I... And I'm going to take C.D. Lamb. Okay. 
Uh, so that's CD where I sit Lamb. right now. When I break down the rest of the tape, maybe, I don't know. CD Lamb, his big knock, you know, is the unrefined route tree and his ability to sell routes. But when you have that kind of body control and that kind of hands, I don't care who is going up against you. You can make the catch. Yeah. If I think throws there, which we'll see about that. I don't even know if it's necessarily route tree as much as it is beating press. We just never see him do it. Yeah. And not that's, saying that's he can't true. do it, but I just think you want to be able to see him do that. And I if mean, he, he can't consistently with do it. All of the Big Twelve corners. Not like I'm saying like Which Big is Twelve fair. corners are like a hierarchy of corners because Big Twelve defense is questionable at best. Big doo doo. Big yeah, doo doo. Yeah, yeah it, it's questionable at best. But yeah. I, I see the Lambs going twelve there. So you've got thirteen with San. Fran, I have thirteen. And I feel Central, like Quarantineville. And I want to say here, up to our San Francisco is listeners. that. Yes, and I want to say is I feel like we have done the same thing in this predictive mock that everybody has done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the past couple days here, far off. So it's like part of me is like I don't want to go wide receiver here for the Niners because they definitely have other needs. But it makes so much sense. It does, but I feel like that wide receiver is still on the board too. That's what I'm thinking. I think Javon Kinlaw would be a solid addition here. Yeah. Uh, in that regard, I also think you could arguably maybe go with a corner, but to me that's a reach because you can get somebody down at the bottom okay. of the round. Yeah, here's what I'm going to do. We'll just keep this predictive. I think the Niners are in position now to go get a wide receiver, and I think that we're going to go Henry Ruggs. Um, not Judy. Wow, shocking, right? Yeah, so Ruggs, wow. you get the speed. Speed and hands. Great hands. Contested wizard at times. And again, another guy in this offense where, oh, yeah, if they run a reverse, you have to worry about him. You have to worry about Debo. The list goes on. Like, just a weapon with speed. The ball in his hands can turn seven yards into 70. And he can win downfield. And I trust his body control. I trust his ability to sell vertically and, and come back to the ball. Work back shoulder. There's a lot of things he can do with his speed that I think people are just always oh, just a speed guy. He's not. And oh man, how fun would it be at 14 to pair Jer- Jerry Judy with Tom Brady? How fun would that? Not be? just that though, Nate. How it's fun. pairing Jerry Judy with Tom with Brady, Mike Evans, yeah. Chris Godwin, and OJ Howard. Oh, what? It's so tempting. Come it's on. Painful. It's so tempting. Right? And it it's also tempting to take a running back here. Uh, you know a running Whoa. back is going to eventually go off in the first Wait. round. I think he is. I think a running back is going to go to the first round. At least one. I think so, but not probably at 14. No, I don't either, which is why I'm going with Javon Kinlaw to seal yeah, up some Kinlaw's interior. You keep letting people eat blockers. You could take Caleb on chase on here, but uh, for me, it's Kinlaw. Yeah, I think Kinlaw's a good pick there for the, the Bucks. I don't, I wasn't actually gonna take a running back there. Okay, I, I like, would mm-hmm. have because it's fun. Yeah. All right. I feel like you can just about lock this thing in here. The Broncos are would love to have Kinlaw on this defense. Right. Kinlaw, Vaughn, and Bradley Chubb. What? Um. But I think they'll settle for Jerry Judy being the compliment to Cortland Sutton. Right. Boom. No, I like that. Um. So let me. This is where it gets this. interesting for Atlanta. Yeah, it does get really interesting, especially with um, Javon Kinlaw off the board uh, there right. in the interior because they could use some interior. But Kalevon is there, and Christian Fulton is there. 
Uh, so yeah. for the sake of where we are currently, you know they're going defense that that much. They sure they, are. They have a hundred bajillion former first round picks in their offense. Um, and for me, they do. We are going to go with Caleb on Chase on here at the edge. Wow. That edge room's filling up. Tack McKinley about to take a back seat in this in his defensive line. Trade him. They might. So you get Calevon along with um, Dante Fowler. Yep. That would be fun. Well, I think this kind of clears things up for what Dallas is going to do here. Makes it a little bit easier. Uh, I think the pick for them is center. Yes, of course. Uh, who's the top center on the board? Uh, um, Cesar Ruiz. I think this pick for the um, for the Cowboys. I am actually going to go Christian Fulton. I think I like C.J. That. Henderson is definitely in play, but I think Fulton is a little bit more well-rounded in terms of a prospect who, uh, like I said, is physical enough, um, physical to catch point. I think Henderson's a little bit better in man coverage. Um, but I think Fulton is still rock solid and someone that Dallas could really like. Yeah, I agree. This is honestly a little bit tougher in terms of what you go with here for the Miami Dolphins. At oh, I know. Because you, A, in one hand, you don't have any of the top tackles left, obviously. Don't expect them to be there at 18. In the interior, I would highly doubt it. Anybody on the interior for me right here is a reach at 18. It's a little too rich. Um, Xavier McKinney is here at safety, which is someone sure that I is. could see definitely going with. Um, the top edge there may be an AJ Epinesa, something in that kind of range. So for me, we're going Zay McKinney uh, at the safety spot. Yeah. McKinney's you have really tons of picks, player. so you could also trade out of this pick too. You definitely could if you I, feel like there's nobody there that you want. Yeah, I could see them trading out of that one. Uh, keeping yeah. 26 and trading back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, it seems obvious what we have to do here for them. I just don't think... Okay. Here's something I will say about these guys. Is the Raiders love these high-character seniors, you know... At a lot of positions that you know have been there, done that for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So this may be shocking a little bit in a predictive mock, but as far as the cornerback position goes, I'm going to go Damon Arnett here. That might be shocking. However, I think when you look at four years at Ohio State, and I think he's been overshadowed by a couple guys on that defense. I think he's been really strong. Uh, down the stretch in 2019. And, um, yeah, I, I really think he could be in play for the Raiders in 19. Yeah, no, I definitely Shocking, agree. maybe a little bit. But someone who I think is a first-round pick right now. I think I might have just had a stroke. Weird. Who did you just pick? Damon Arnett. That's what I thought. Okay, I wanted to make yep. sure that I didn't. It's a weird, it's a weird selection a with who's on the board. I just don't think Las Vegas likes the top corner that's on the board currently. No, I don't I think know that's if they definitely do. Definitely fair. I, think... I just had a minor stroke there and just spaced out like crazy. I was reading something about Tom Brady for what it's oh, worth. Oh, um, okay. But basically, that kind of helps Jacksonville clear things sure up does. a little bit too, uh, in terms of where they're going to go with this. With I think Xavier it has McKinney to be. off the board, Damon Arnett off the board, 
they are going to take C.J. Henderson here. I think that makes sense. Spot. Yeah, they need a corner. That is one hundred percent for sure. I think, <laughs> I think Henderson is the landing spot I see the most for the for the for the Jags. Yeah, I think that's his landing spot. I don't. I just don't see him in a Raiders uni. I don't see it. It's nope, just weird. I don't either. That's why our net goes off, and maybe that's a little shocking. That'll keep us a little fresh. Yeah. Um, Eagles. Who boy? This what is we gonna do, Eagles? Intriguing here. So uh, you could go. What? Receiver. There's a lot you of could things. Go linebacker. I corner. could go linebacker. Well, maybe not corner now. Safety? I don't think we'll see corner here. Safety could either. be an option. Safety would be more likely for me. Safety would be. However, I think You're this could back. be the t- this could be the team that says, you know what? We like size speed at receiver a little bit more than than a pure route runner. We need somebody on the outside and go Denzel Mims. Yeah, and I mean a lot of first that, round hype uh, coming heard, from yeah. Mims recently. I've definitely heard twenty to twenty five range for Denzel Mims. Yeah. I so this wouldn't that. shock me to see him come off the board before Jefferson, and I think that's what Philly might do. Yeah, I could definitely get behind that. And that brings up Minnesota, who really need a cornerback. They have had a massive clear out of uh, yeah. players recently. The uh, dream dies here. <laughs> yeah, it does. The dream. Well, does if it doesn't die, die here, it's going to die at 24. And there's no way Indy has a shot at this guy at 34. Yeah. Uh, but you never Bradley know. is coming off the board at 22. No. Uh, which I think kind of has. My son to I need. I can't have him in Minnesota. Uh, which is good news for me later on, but we'll get to that. Going Jeff Gladney. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with the Patriots pick, ooh baby, oh no, we're gonna get interesting here. Jarrett Stidham is an A plus quarterback. Leave him alone. Justin Jefferson. To the Patriots. Wide receivers back-to-back years in the first. Boy, it's just like, it's it's got to give him more weapons. Surround that man with weapons, I really think that Jefferson could be that guy to come off here. Fifth receiver now. This might be the last one we see in the Uh, first. Which pick are you willing to give me if you do the Packers pick? I'll trade you one. You You can do the Packers pick. No, I want to hear your insight on it. I feel like I like that better. Most okay. people probably will too. Um, Give me like, um, I don't know, the Seahawks. Yeah, that's fine. Seattle? You want Seattle? Okay. okay. Yeah, I'll take Seattle. Because uh, right here at 24, Go the ahead. Saints are taking Patrick Queen. I think Patrick and Queen's a pick. Yeah. It's either that or Kenneth Murray, but I like Patrick Queen better. Yep. I think you nailed His it. His football IQ is uh, off the charts. I'm a big fan. I think, I think you nailed it there. And Patrick that would Queen. make me run around my house shirtless screaming. Yeah. Oh, I, I get it. I but think we'll it be on a live stream, so I probably won't do that. That would probably I think it's bad. a ton of sense. And Minnesota could go wide receiver here. However, I don't think they love what's there. So Edge. Could do that. Running back? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> could do edge. Could do tackle. Interior. I think interior low line makes the yeah. most sense. And I think this is where Cesar Ruiz comes off the board, to be honest. It's it was bound to happen at some point. Um yeah, I just I don't know. I just the Vikings 
don't like to see Mims and Jefferson both on the board here. No, I definitely agree. Um, and I think you had to go Gladney. I think Gladney's the best corner on the board by far. That 22 spot, yeah, makes it difficult on him. Yeah, Man, I definitely Dolphins. think so. Uh, Boy, this one at 26 this is becomes different. Difficult. You need offensive You do need tackle. So however, bad. however... Boy, so this is exact. This is exactly where a running back comes off when you need a tackle, and it's just it freaks you out, and you don't it understand is. it. Uh, and it's tough. Honestly, they really don't know if they really. Well, it's it, it's kind of a thing, you know. You could take it a tackle. You could take yeah. an interior OL, or you, you could, could even go around and grab AJ Epinesa. You could uh, as well. Somebody who you know Flores would probably like. Yeah, and that's kind of Man. what my thinking is here. Gross Matos even, too. Big athletic, you know. Where is the Dolphins' piece. next pick? How high in the second? 39. Round? 39. So they're, they they take a running back there if they're going to take one. Yeah, uh, I think this is edge potentially or this interior. Is edge and Just, I don't know. I feel like they've been mocking tackle to them at 18 or 26, and it might not happen because they're just not high enough on them to take from that I, spot. I mean, who you, I mean, you could take Lucas Niang, Josh Jones. You could. Uh, you've got Austin Jackson there, I guess, down. But I that's a big mm. reach for me. That third one is a big reach mm. for me. But, yeah. Uh, AJ Epinesa is coming off the board here. Lesser words at 26. Yeah. You're just building. You're slowly but surely building. Um, and that's what counts right now. Totally get that one. Um, and I'm actually making Wait, this, one this is you. Yeah. Yeah. This so, is you for three straights. Um, right now. Uh, Boy, this, this one, I this one I don't know. This one's definitely. This one might be interior O-line even. Yeah, it definitely could. Um, they, haven't, somebody, they, also, they also haven't signed Clowney yet. We don't know no. if Clowney's going to be on that team. They have That's not. That's the other thing. Makes things really there's a guy I've been mocking here that I really could see them taking. Who has been mocked there recently? The guy I've mocked to them from the edge is honestly Julian Aquara, yeah. which is weird, but it's like, oh, Seattle does weird things. Yep. They do weird things, and they usually end up working. Sure do. Um, sure do. Zach Bond could be intriguing, I guess, depending Ooh. on how you wanted to use him. That's, there you go. It's Zach Bond or Lloyd Cushenberry here for me. And truthfully, I think Cushenberry would be a little bit of a reach. But Zach Bond, in a defense that they obviously know how to use very well, he can fit in on that outside, maybe even drop back into coverage. It's Zach Bond for me. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. He's a multi-tool as well. Uh, yep. he's, and he's smart. So I, I like that in a Pete Carroll defense. Yeah, I think it makes sense. So that's that's what we're going with there. All right. Oh wait, do I like three in a row then? Yeah, you have three in a row. Then Wild. I have three in a row, and then uh, you finish it out. <laughs> uh, Ravens fans Weird. rejoice. Kenneth Murray is yep. in your linebacker spot. Congrats. Yep. Okay. Your team. So. Is awesome. <laughs> so, I know what I want for Green Bay at thirty. I have a feeling the Titans are going to take him right here, Josh Jones. Yeah. Um, is going to come off the board after losing Jack Conklin. Yeah. So that's going to be the pick there. Oh, Nate, now it gets interesting because literally everyone who I was considering is off the board here. What, you mean Thad Moss wasn't an option? Yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Zach Bond was very much on the list for Green Bay, um, as was Murray. Yeah, he fits. As was Murray. Jones. 
So the three guys I was considering there, Queen would obviously have been in play. Mims would have been in play. This is the classic Green Bay move. Is trading out of this pick now. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. And I would totally do that if I could do it. But I can't. We're trading up. So this sucks. Um, Trading up slightly in the end of the first isn't that hard. So, Okay. Here we go. Nate, if you can correctly guess the pick that I just took, Um, I will buy you as much coffee as you want when you come for the live stream. Boom. Can you give me... A position or two or three positions. Okay. Well, I feel like the positions you pretty much know considering the guys I just listed that I wanted. Yeah, that's fair. So it gives you at least it gives you. (laughs) I feel like I feel like it's it's a it's it's not as hard of a a guess as you would think. Right. So. What is that? Uh, I was singing hymns. Um, okay. Uh, I think. What did I take for the Niners again? Just so I'm thinking about this. We're just going to go ahead and assume that you are thinking about taking uh, Julian Aquaro. What? No, I'm just kidding. I was about to say, wait. <laughs> I was about to say, well, that's your pick. All right, moving on. Moving on. Moving um. on. Moving on. Um, yeah. of tackle. Definitely not a linebacker here, that's for sure. Um, nope. Uh, I actually I have the next one already set, too. It's... Hurry up. Could be Neville... <laughs> or, uh, not Neville Gallimore, sorry. Um, the... Eh. Uh, well, we're just gonna go ahead and think. Hurry up! That it is Lucas You'll... Niang. We're going with it. It's not Lucas Niang, but definitely someone I considered there. And you got the team correct. Dang, oh, that must sweet, hurt, man. That, that does, must that, really that, hurt. That it's Jalen Rager. Now I know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly Jalen Rager. I knew that's. But he got be. the team. How crazy is it, Nate? That you got the team for the Packers. By the way, Jalen Rager, gadget guy, speed guy, contested guy. Everything you want there in Green Bay. Um, how crazy is it, Nate, that the 31st pick is also from TCU and it's not Lucas Nyang. It's Ross Blacklock to the Niners. Athletic yeah. three tech who can like make that. some plays for you I to replace like Buckner. So there you go. I still think they trade out of that pick, though, I want to say. I definitely understand that. Uh, I think they'll trade out of that. It's definitely interesting. As Nate, well. finish us out. Man, this one is not fun. Um, I think I I know who I would pick here if I were them because I like this guy quite a bit. You've um, got corner, interior. Yeah, you got corner. Um, as far as them, oh, it. I honestly think also Noah Igbenagini, Igbenagini, Igbenagini. That's that's how you pronounce it. Uh, or Trayvon Diggs wouldn't be bad for me in this spot either. I'm going to be real with you. Okay. Igbenogany is exactly who I was thinking. Yeah, right and there that's kind of where I would go. I think Trayvon Diggs is exactly there as thinking. well. But we're going to go with Igbenogany to finish us out. Nate, Nate, reading my mind on the last pick. Couldn't read it on the first two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Couldn't read it at the Packer pick. I can't read it when the uh, read my when mind the on reward the is pick. on the line. I, yeah. My brain doesn't work well. That enough. hurts. That hurt. 
That hurt. He, he, he got the guy who I think is tackle five, which is wild. Right. But, whew, man, so close. So close, Nate. And as that finishes up our mock draft predictive style, it's hurting me that Jeff Gladney is in purple and gold. Yeah, it hurts me too. Ah, uh, he's too good to be purple and gold. Stop it. Um, yeah. We didn't take a running we didn't take a receiver for them. Nope. Hoping they take one. So they don't take Gladney. Anyway. Great mock, Nate. Great work. Um, that's well it. Done. First round mock. Got some news for you guys in there as well. Positional previews are coming. Also, they are. I think, Nate, we might try that idea of doing a mock for a division. As yeah, a fixing fixing the division. So we gonna have to we're gonna have to um, put a poll out for that. Or first one to respond wins type of thing. I'm going to respond to it with the NFC South. NFC South. So we would do a we would do a full seven round mock draft for all four teams, obviously in the same mock. Or I was also thinking this that we're still here on the podcast, really quick that we would split the teams but do the same like mock. So you, we could either Nate share a screen. I know software for that oh, to where good. you could see who's picking what and what's there, so we don't overlap and we're not there for a long time picking for four teams. We could also just split it. And pick two and two. We'll figure it out. When An option. Play. So, that positional previews. We you know we're going to have big mock drafts coming on this podcast. We got a lot coming for you guys. So expect a lot of shows. And a lot of content. Content. Yes. So, with that said. We uh, are going to go play Warzone now. We might go play some COD Warzone. So We are going to go play some COD Yes. It's so that and uh, grind the tape because I'm gonna get put some coffee on and do this do this uh, QB chart finishing up so we can do the position previews for quarterbacks maybe next week um, and start that off. So be prepared yes. for that. And I will um, be prepared. Nate will be prepared to an extent <laughs> as we get it going. But with that said, um, yeah. Thanks again. Uh, shout out to NFL Mock Draft Database. Um, for putting a great free interface together. And uh, yeah, you guys uh, tune into the next one. We'll be here. See ya. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.